Hey everyone, welcome back to the BioNexus Health Podcast. Uh, today, you know, I had a, a very interesting conversation. Actually, there was one a couple of days ago, and another one today with uh, 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 mom and moms and dads uh, of children with special needs, and uh, mineral and nutrient deficiencies were at the forefront. And it was quite an interesting conversation with a, a lot of information given that the parents did not know prior to me telling them. So I figured, you know, I would do a brief podcast and explain a little bit in detail about uh, nutrition and supporting the body with appropriate nutritional um, supplement supplementation. So let's talk a little bit about that, shall we? Welcome to the BioNexus Health Podcast with Dr. Jodie A. Dashaw, who holds a PhD in integrative medicine, is board certified in integrative pediatrics, an internationally recognized pioneering clinician, and author. And now here's your host of BioNexus Health Podcast, Dr. Jodie A. Dashaw. So there are um, typically many signs, the most uh, commonly seen signs of uh, nutritional deficiencies would be, you know, and I mean, minerals, vitamins, and other essential uh, nutrients that the body requires to, to grow, to thrive, especially in our children. All right, so uh, brittle hair and nails. Mouth ulcers or cracks in the corner of the mouth. There could also be bleeding gums. Now, mouth ulcers are also known as canker sores in the mouth. Uh, cracks in the corner of the mouth, bleeding gums. Next would be poor night vision. And white growths on the eyes, also known as uh, B-tots spots, B-tots, B-tots spots. Now, these are like slightly elevated foamy white growths that occur on the conjunctiva or the white part of the eyes. These growths can be removed to a certain extent uh, by an experienced physician, but only they only fully disappear once the vitamin deficiency is, is corrected, is treated. It's usually vitamin A deficiency in this case, okay? Then uh, scaly patches and dandruff. Now keep in mind, it's not only the, the special needs children. You know, many adults that I see in my practice are also special needs adults that experience many of these symptoms as well. And as well as uh, moms and dads and caregivers of special needs children, including autistic children, um, they live in the same environment, you know, they may have uh, similar medical issues being exposed to uh, similar environmental toxins, right? So they may have these uh, signs and symptoms as well. All right, so next one, uh, scaly patches and dandruff. Stubborn dandruff, scaly patches on the scalp, can also be on the eyebrows, ears, eyelids, chest. Uh, these can be caused by nutritional deficiencies uh, relating to zinc, niacin, riboflavin, and uh, pyridoxine. Next would be hair loss. Hair loss seems to be 
a very common symptom that I see in all age groups in my practice. Now, keep in mind, hair loss is also associated with mold exposure, but more than that, it is, and of course, you know, uh, hormonal imbalances, especially your uh, thyroid hormones, as well as hugely associated with nutritional deficiencies. Next one would be red or white bumps on the skin. Uh, keratosis pilaris is a condition that causes goosebump-like bumps to appear on the cheeks, the arms, the thighs, or the buttocks. These little bumps can, of can often be accompanied by what looks like ingrown hairs. Um, once again, inadequate intake of vitamins, especially A and C may be linked to uh, keratosis pylorus. The, the other one that comes to mind is restless leg syndrome. Uh, it's a, a, a nerve associated condition that causes unpleasant uh, and uncomfortable sensations in the legs, uh, as well as an irresistible urge to move them. So restless leg syndrome is often linked to low iron or uh, low bioavailable magnesium levels, including uh, essential minerals in many cases, right? So if this, uh, uh, anything in this list rings a bell for, you know, yourself or any member of your family, then you should have a look at uh, nutritional deficiencies. Some of them I already mentioned. You know, um, the reason why I'm doing this podcast, like I said, I, I spoke to a couple of families um, today, actually today and a few days prior about uh, vitamin and mineral deficiency response. Let me explain. So I have this uh, uh, little boy on the spectrum with a diagnosed with PDD, NOS, along with biotoxin illness and PANS. And when we started uh, nutritional supplementation with this child, you know, we did the minerals, the magnesium, we started with the uh, basic vitamins. There was what looked like a huge die-off response. And obviously it wasn't die-off because we are not doing any antimicrobials, right? So what was this response? And mom reported that for two weeks, uh, the child was hyperactive, bouncing off the walls, um, unable to focus, difficulty uh, settling down, and uh, the symptoms just peaked. So it looked like a die-off response, but the child was, you know, very restless, irritable, um, episodes of anger, episodes of OCD that came into play. And after two weeks, mom started seeing phenomenal improvements actually. So improvements uh, that started with, you know, that the child started to settle back down much before, much better than before. Calm down, better appetite, better sleep, um, started to show interest with affection, socialization. So this was quite a, a beautiful, dramatic change in this child. And, you know, this child is, is uh, high functioning. 
on the autism spectrum uh, with, with the diagnosis of PDD and OS. So this was one example, right? That is because when we started supplementation with nutrition, all of the nutritional deficiencies came to the forefront because the body did not know or did not recognize what, what do I do with all of this nutrition, all of this bioavailable nutrition that's coming in. And slowly, you know, the important thing is that mom stuck with it. She had watched my podcasts and she, she erroneously thought it was die off, but that's fine, you know, uh, because the core, the crux of the, the matter was that she stuck with it. She um, kept going. And after a couple of weeks, you know, there was this uh, tremendous gains that were observed uh, with, with this little boy, uh, four-year-old little boy. So that, that, that was one example I wanted to give you today. So I wanted to explain to you in case you're seeing this with your child as well. Now, another or uh, with an adult. Now, I have uh, adults that are very sensitive to any kind of supplementation, right? Let alone uh, anti-inflammatories or antimicrobials. That is much higher level of supplementation. Even the, the, the beginner's level of supplementation, they are super sensitive. And uh, that can happen when there is a heavy duty mast cell response, when there is uh, you know, long-term exposure to biotoxins. And that super sensitizes your system to any kind of minute changes. And we need to build up little by little. So that's where that comes into play. So, you know, like I said, it'll probably apply to all age groups. Um, another example I wanted to give you was um, one of the twins. I mean, I, I see twin brothers and uh, one twin had tremendous insomnia. And um, dad reported, mom and dad, you know, had an appointment recently and um, they reported that doing two drops of melatonin gave a really hyperactive response. And, you know, whatever little bit of sleep this child was getting, this um, three-year-old little girl was getting, they are actually uh, fraternal twins, brother and sister. So the they're both on the spectrum. The brother did not respond in this manner. The sister did, the little girl did. And uh, tremendous hyperactivity, even uh, further worsening of the, the insomnia. You know, she would sleep for two hours and wake up. Now she wouldn't sleep at all. She's bouncing off the walls. Uh, mom and dad stopped melatonin, even though when there is biotoxin illness, the alpha melanocyte stimulating hormone plummets that predisposes you for Marcons. I've spoken about this in my Marcons and Biotoxin Illness Lectures, the podcast. So you, you can refer back a few podcasts back and you'll see that, you know, how this works. But anyways, so this uh, progression of physiological depletion of uh, essential um, neuropeptides like the alpha melanocyte stimulating hormone that results in low levels of um, production of melatonin. 
huge deficiency and the biological rhythms, the sleep-wake cycle is affected. So um, two drops, so melatonin oftentimes, depending of course on age and symptoms and additional uh, information from the labs and genetics, you know, every protocol is customized. Uh, we will see that melatonin is oftentimes a critical element as far as supplementation goes for some people, right? Um, there is no one size fit, fits all. You know, if you know me, you know, I don't believe in any kind of cookie cutter protocols. Just, just doesn't work for my patient population. So um, coming back to this three-year-old little girl, two drops, you know, bouncing off the walls, they stopped it. Now I recommend it, you know, listening to all of this and looking at what other uh, supplements that she responded well to, um, guess what suggestion I gave mom and dad? I said, well, two drops are causing this amount of craziness. Let's start giving her 12 drops. So their jaw dropped. Oh my God, no way. Are you kidding me? You know, she's not going to sleep for a month. I'm like, trust me, go ahead and try 12 drops and then reach back out to me. Uh, you know, when you see what happens, you know what happened? The first time they tried it, bingo, voila, whatever you want to call it. It was phenomenal. Uh, she slept through the night. For the first time in a few years, she's only three years old. So for the first time in, in a couple of years that she slept through the night very peacefully. And of course, when you sleep, you can heal better. Appetite is better. Overall mood is better. Neurotransmitters are better balanced, right? The body is healing. Um, and this was, I mean, mom and dad, you know, actually shook her to make sure she was okay. She slept like 10 hours. Fantastic. So after a few days, you know, um, dad messaged me that, oh my God, Dr. Deshore, it was so great. I mean, she's sleeping through the night now. That was the key. Uh, so you see what I mean by nutritional deficiency, right? So there was, the body was crying out for more. And when we gave the body more, now keep in mind what is very important, do not self-medicate. These podcasts are just educational. That doesn't replace your care, your um, caregiver, I was saying. I meant practitioner or doctor, right? Don't just go and, and start supplementing because some people are genuinely allergic or sensitive. So keep that in mind. Is there any other? Yes, there's one other example I should give. Um, we have one family and it's not just one, one comes to mind right now, so I can give you the example, but there is uh, a number of uh, families that cannot introduce um, minerals to their child. Even a few drops causes heavy duty response reactivity in the child. And when you look at, look at the heavy metals test, you see there is a tremendous depletion in um, essential minerals and there is a lot of heavy metal toxicity. So in the event of depletion, the body will hold on 
to any kind of metals. I mean, metals will ultimately be minerals, right? E even though they are toxic, the body holds on in the hope of being able to utilize. So when you start supplementing with, with the real good quality bioavailable minerals, the body will start letting go of metals, of heavy metals, you know, um, uh, of toxic minerals and metals. That is why you see this response. And oftentimes one drop at a time is what's required. And it took this family, it's mind boggling, but it took this family a year and a half to be able to reduce the heavy metal toxicity and actually start supplementing with appropriate amount of minerals uh, for their autistic son so that the depletion starts to get corrected. It's nowhere near corrected still because we just started the supplementation. But that is something else that I've seen in my practice as well. You know, very, very highly sensitive people. The last uh, example that comes to mind is with binders. High level of toxins, specifically mycotoxins, biological toxins, high level of toxins will create a pretty heavy duty detox response or reaction when you start the correct binder, okay? So when you see a response or reaction, when you start a binder, number one, good, because it's the right binder. Number two, also good, because we are on the right track. And it is definitely okay to go down, to start with a pinch and slowly build up to the required dosage, okay? Now keep in mind what I'm giving the information uh, today. What I'm the information that I'm giving you today, sorry, uh, is just that. It's information and a few examples. That doesn't mean that I'm asking you to change your protocol. Any changes to your current protocol have to be discussed with me one on one. Okay, because I had you know uh, one parent, just one. I mean, I you know I know there is. Uh, you know, thousands of you around the world um, that are BioNexus patients, but uh, just one parent uh, very curiously sent a message to my staff that uh, Dr. Deshore uh, spoke about increasing the drops and what drops? Antimicrobials, you know, to, to increase one drop at a time. So, how many should I increase and where should I stop? And, you know, uh, my staff was like, oh my gosh, please don't uh, stick to your protocol. If Dr. Deshore, you know, has given you five drops once a day or twice a day, stick with that. You cannot increase because that was just an example. It was an FYI. That doesn't mean that I'm speaking with you personally, whoever is watching and saying, hey, you know, let's start, uh, let's start doing this. No, this is an, an informational podcast. So please don't change your individual protocols. If you find what I spoke about today uh, interesting or applicable to, uh, to yourself, let's ascertain at our next uh, appointment, shall we? Yeah, let's do that and see how we can customize it to your individual situation. If anything kind of resonates with you from today's podcast. All right, great. So that was it. You know, I said it would be brief. 
Uh, any questions, please message. I've had you know several patients messaging for additional uh, clarification and what have you, and I'm happy to do that. So um, I will see you next time. Be well, keep smiling. Namaste. Thank you for joining Master Herbalist Dr. Jody A. Dashaw, Director of the BioNexus Health Clinic and BioNexus Herbals, on the BioNexus Health Podcast, where we explore and share information and stories about recovering and healing from chronic and environmental illnesses such as mold biotoxin illness, Lyme disease, autism spectrum disorder, fatigue, Crohn's and colitis, mast cell activation syndrome, PANS, and more. Please help us grow our message by subscribing to our podcast channel and sharing the podcast on your social networks. For more information visit bionexushealth.com. Information within this video, audio, or text, collectively known as the podcast, has not been reviewed by the FDA. Nothing within the podcast is intended as or should be construed as medical advice. Information is for general informational and educational purposes only. Consumers of the podcast should consult with their healthcare practitioners for medical recommendations. Seek the advice of a qualified healthcare provider. Do not disregard the advice of a healthcare provider based on any information from the podcast. The information within the podcast may contain information concerning dietary supplements or over-the-counter products that are not drugs. Our dietary supplement products are not intended for use as a means to cure, treat, prevent, diagnose, or mitigate any disease or other medical or abnormal condition.